Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erechor. Agasuligum a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfin. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nachvetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestin Echo. Vientolum again omgrev or corn rachtum. Yatakshatorin Graven or Corson, Elistuhalagus Gimina Fracht, Gorokligs or Dukashin Echor. Only Venown, Thordorakshin. Shachten. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Here's a question for you. How can you watch your Netflix series in a foreign Airbnb? What might see you through a delay at the airport? And is it possible to avoid getting gouged when using your smartphone abroad? Well, today we're going to talk about technology for your summer holidays. I'm Adrian Weckler, tech editor of the Irish and Sunny Independent. This is The Big Tech Show. And joining me today to discuss this is Colin Baker, gadget expert and managing director of Back From The Future. Colin, we've come up with a list of lots of stuff that we're going to discuss. We were talking beforehand about what to do before you leave. One of the things that I think is a good idea is to download the Uber app. What mm. do you think? Yeah, excellent idea. I mean, as you said yourself, we're one of the very rare countries don't, that don't have it. Mm. Uh, it's inexpensive. It's easy to access. It, it's it's good for safety as well, because even if you get stuck and lost, hold your, hold your phone out, hit the button, and you'll have someone fairly quickly in urban areas. I know my significant number of taxi driver listeners to this podcast will probably be blowing a gasket at the moment. But the point that we're trying to make here is that Uber is available in a lot of different countries and it's really easy. Generally speaking, it's if I know it has issues, but overall, it's probably a good idea. It saves you an awful lot of hassle. Mm, completely, yeah. And, and look, the taxi market is, that's an entirely separate uh, conversation in Ireland. But we're talking about abroad when you travel. And in a lot of these countries, Uber is prolific. Mm. Now, to order an Uber, you need typically to do that on your phone. And if you land in somewhere in the European Union, you're generally fine because they've abolished roaming laws. If you land somewhere in the States, it's not as good. So... We're going to talk a little bit now about whether or not you should get a foreign SIM card. I'm in the camp that says you should. When I go to the States, which is quite regularly, I buy a local SIM card for 50 or $60 there to give me the 40 or 50 or 60 uh, gigabytes. It's that expensive. That it is. That, well, so Ireland is actually one of the cheapest countries in the Western world for mobile data. GOMO, 48, yeah. Clear Mobile, 12.99, 14.99 for 100, 200 gigabytes. You go to the US. You want to see what gouging really looks like? Wow. Go to the US and and basically get ready to be turned yeah. over the minute you walk into a mobile phone store. And don't even think of using your existing network over there unless you don't need your phone for data a lot. Now, mm. you, I think you have an arrangement. Well, look, it depends. I always put it down to preparation before you go. I mean, if you're on a, um, an inexpensive 
network like 48 or the likes and GOMO. I mean, it's fantastic value. 13, 13 quid a month quid. at the moment. 15, 15 quid a month at the they moment. They raised their prices. Yeah, to 15 I mean, quid. we're talking inflation, yeah. the worst kind. Uh, I mean, very, very good value globally, as you said. And you get a lot for that. Um, but the likelihood is that when you travel abroad, there is going to be catches. So I think that's a case of doing your little bit of uh, research before you go. Uh, just heard from Gavin there that if you're 48 and you go abroad, um, either it won't work. 48, you... I've recommended many times because it is still the cheapest network. It's 12.99, you get 200 gigabytes of data. Brilliant. Owned by three in Ireland. However, they have admitted that if you go to Germany, Holland or the Czech Republic, you it won't work. It won't work for data. Full stop. It won't work. You won't no, get any you, data it, roaming. It should work somewhat for calls and texts. They say, they claim, they say it will not work for data. Why? Because the 3G networks in those countries have been retired. And 48, bizarrely, only lets you roam using 3G networks, which let's do another podcast on how stupid that is. Adrian, for all the excuses in the world, I think it comes down to price. If you've got a business package, and, and I've been looking at this recently because I'm trying to cut costs in the business. I'm paying 35 euro plus VAT per month for the same thing from three. Three. And then other people are going off and getting 48, as you say, owned by the same Third people, the paying price. 12.99 a month. What's the difference? And there is a difference. And it's in those little nuanced areas on the periphery of use. For the, the everyday person using it in Ireland and, and looking to get the best deal, there it is. But I'm paying more. And I notice that when I go to the States, when I travel around, there seems to be, and I haven't gone through the nitty gritty, but there seems to be a better deal, a better arrangement. Back when I was on the cheaper deals years ago, I wasn't getting that. I'd land in a place and suddenly it wouldn't work at all, as you say. Or there'd be this kind of nonchalant um, inability to figure out what the deal is. You just said, well, they're saying that it'll work. That's not enough for me. I don't want to land in a country and find that I'm not getting any data on my phone. Um, so... Well, our, I think our when you're paying more, sound engineer you're Gavin more. was in Germany. He was on 48, couldn't get any service, yeah. ended up yeah. having to buy a local SIM card from Vodafone, which then worked. Now, I think that's what it comes down to. You pay more, you get more. Yeah. It looks the same. Maybe I'm paying 35 euros, maybe I'm being ripped off. But also, at least I have that ability to ring three at home and say, what's going on? I'm a business customer, I'm paying 35 quid a month, get me sorted. Whereas I feel like I don't have that ability with the inexpensive networks. Maybe that's just my yeah. own narrative. My own personal recommendation is T-Mobile in the States uh, generally costs about $50. We'll get you all the data you need. Um, let's talk about something I mentioned in the intro, which is accessing your services, your Netflixes, your Disney Pluses. And there's an interesting problem here because we're all used to complaining that we don't get the series and the movies that they get in other markets on Netflix uh, in the US or some parts of Europe. It also works the other way around. You might be knee deep binging into a series that is available because of rights in the UK and Irish markets that is not available in the US. A VPN can solve that. If you download a virtual private network, one of the apps, a paid for app or a free app, and we can talk about recommendations, um, you put it on your iPad or, or your laptop, and now all of a sudden, when you use it, activate it, if you're in a different territory, you can access your existing content. Like at home. Is that right? Does that, am that I country. right? Yes, it does absolutely work that way. Yeah. Um, and I think anybody who consumes YouTube uh, uh, content will know a number of different brands of VPN because they seem to be advertising and product placing in lots of different YouTube content providers. A couple of ones, NordVPN, ExpressVPN. Yeah. I've tried those. They're yeah. fine. There's one that I 
use. It's called free VPN. And the catch is that you have to put up with ads every mm. 15 or 20 minutes. But if you just want a, a quick hit, it might Again, okay. I think free just doesn't. Uh, we've had various problems over the years with people trying to access free versions. And they always end up with pr local problems on their laptops or on their, their tablets because either it's trying to push through ads and the ad blocker is blocking it and the whole thing is just not working. And I think when, again, when you pay for it, it's not, none of them are particularly expensive, but when you pay for it, as far as I know, most of them, you can pay for them for a month or two months and then cancel them. So you can just do it while you're traveling or while you need it. And you do have that backup and support of knowing that at the other end, there is a business that needs to keep its reputation in order and keep its clients happy and keep problems away. Here's a handy one, an AirTag, Apple mm, AirTag. Genius. There's for your luggage. The There's one there. So obviously, we all know that it's for finding your keys when you've mislaid them or your wallet. Stick one in your luggage okay, yeah. so that when anybody in Schiphol Airport or Chicago O'Hare mm. walks by with an iPhone, you get an alert on your iPhone exactly. to say uh, it's in Terminal 3 in O'Hare. And it's accurate. It's accurate. There's also that thing on your phone that when you walk away, and I find if I've left my bag somewhere um, inadvertently or I've run off to the loo or, or I've, I've genuinely left it behind me in the rare occasions I do, it's not that rare, but as I walk away, my phone will alert me to the fact that I've walked away from it. And again, those pre predecessors to the AirTag, the, the various key finders, tile. The devices, the tile and the likes, the concept was excellent, but there just wasn't enough of a hive connection there from other users. Whereas with the AirTag, you're reliant on an iPhone being within 50 feet of the thing. Could be an iPad Which as is well everywhere. Or, or exactly, yep. exactly. So you've, you've got an awful lot of possibilities there. So when you report something's done, when you go looking for something, the likelihood is you're going to find it very, very quickly. Yeah, of course, there's a different problem with AirTags, which is being reported at the moment in terms of stalking and... Abusive spouses are yeah. are sticking them on um, on their victims. Every great thing is a, has a dark side. Pardon me. Every great thing is yeah, a dark that's side. That's true. Um, you have an interesting one that I was intrigued by: a solar backpack. That's it there. So I got it with me today. This is, I, this is podcast radio. Colin. Yeah, no, no. Can I not, can <laughs> just email out a picture? Um, no, I, I suppose my point is I carry it everywhere. Mm. I I was In jealous. Ireland, you're a brave man. Well, everywhere. I, I was very jealous as a kid of girls. Because they could carry handbags. Wait, let's just back up one second. What? Well, let's hang on a second. This. Don't take that too far. <laughs> this is quite tertiary. This is basic. Okay. You know, I was jealous that they got to have handbags. Okay. Think about it. We didn't get to have handbags. You just stuff your stuff in your pockets. Mm -hmm. But like, if you really want to be prepared when you're going out and about your life, you need more than just pockets. Mm -hmm. You need a handbag. But I don't want to wear a handbag. I look, well, you know, I mean, I don't look great with that as it is. A handbag's not going to help. So I, I figured out I needed a, a backpack, a decent backpack. So I've been through loads of them. And then, of course, because I'm really into gadgets, I wanted lots of bits and pieces on. I wanted to make use of that space on my back. So I found this one. It's a solar backpack. Mm -hmm. So the, the, as you can see, and nobody else can see, there's a, the, the, the entire rear side of it is a solar panel woven mm -hmm. into the thing. That's connected into a battery pack on the inside. And then there's two USB ports there. So when I've got devices in there, it's charging on the go. How efficient is that? Uh, not as much as you'd hope, hmm. but not bad. 
So if you are sitting somewhere in the sun and you leave it sat there for two hours while you're having lunch and drinks or whatever, you're going to get probably a half charge on a 5,000 milliamp hour. Okay, that's not bad, actually. It's not terrible. Like, it's a decent-sized panel. Um, That's also weatherproof as well. It's got a number of pockets, including RFID-proof pockets for your cards. That's the other thing about a backpack. Some of the the sports backpacks, they have only two or three sections. If you want to put in tools and software and a laptop, an iPad, a phone, a charger, cables, et cetera, et cetera. Lots and lots of bits and bits and pieces. You need more little pockets. So this, that is, one has it. this is for your outdoors holiday abroad. This is well, it's luggage as well. Mountain. Like, again, you can't see it, but it, it's, it looks a little bit more professional. You can take it into meetings and things. So it's got that black. But it's not going to attract sunshine in meetings. No, but then you could also have your meeting outside or yeah. something. I don't know. Okay. That's semantics. Fair, fair point. But the point is, it works well for me. And uh, I call it my hack pack because uh, it, it is a total life hack actually being prepared. I have a first aid kit in there. I'll always carry a first aid kit. Really? Yeah. And there's many occasions when I need it. Many? Many. Yeah. I was in an airport in, in Amsterdam about three weeks ago. And a girl was uh, freaking out in the bar next door. Um, and she'd, she'd, uh, she'd, it looked like she was really drunk. As it transpired later on, she'd had one drink and she was on other medication that mixed badly with it. And she, it, it, it presented as being very drunk and very angry. So what did you do? And like in a lot of cases like that, I'd done a couple of first aid courses, but I'm, I'm no doctor. But ultimately what was going on, she was just getting more and more frustrated. She managed to bang her head off something. She was bleeding. Um, and nobody there was really... Um, kind of of any use <laughs> yeah, yeah certainly they were making her more frustrated because I think they felt she was just really drunk and they were kind of annoyed with her um the staff in the place so all I did was introduce myself ask her her name what you see on all the paramedic mm. shows just talk to her reassure her she was worried she was gonna miss her flight she was crying just reassure her. when's your flight let's have a look ah look you're gonna make that no bother and literally just coordinate other people's efforts and I had some isoprop alcohol and uh, a couple of plasters. Just put the plaster on her head. Wow. No big deal. But I'll always have, you'd be surprised what I carry around with me in a good multi-purpose backpack like that. And, you know, it's not exactly saving lives, but it's handy to be prepared. Well, I'm sure she was grateful for that, as I'm sure other passengers um, at that moment. So your point is that you're ready for any situation. Well, I try to be. Yeah, like, look, I I don't travel quite as often as you or quite as far as you, but um, I do a bit of flying. I, I fly planes and we end up in queer places sometimes. We end up across the water. We carry a little thing called a Garmin inReach which is like a, a very tiny... When you say you phone. end up in queer places, you make it sound like you just take the plane up and, oh, sure, look, we'll see which way the western. Well, you'd have a plan. Flying. But when okay. you're flying low and slow, you don't have... You need to be prepared to change that plan because you're flying in the weather rather than, than over the weather. So we were heading over to Bordeaux uh, towards the tail end of last year, and we we'd a, a very specific flight plan on how to get there, and we had a couple of stops along the way to refuel to stretch the legs and we ran into weather that was unexpected and you've got to be prepared to go somewhere else and we ended up in a, a small field um, in, uh, in north of Paris and, and there was nothing nearby I mean there was we were at least 10 kilometres from anywhere in a field now you're flying the plane by the way yeah yeah a small plane it's a two-seater plane you you ended up in a field so you landed north by northwest style uh, in the grass 
in a grass field. Yeah, it's it's a known uh, airstrip. So there's a club there. There's nobody there. There's a lot of small, particularly in France, actually, but all over the place. There's small um, strips, usually owned by farmers, and there'd be local members who might fly microlights or flex wings or small planes. And they're not the kind of place you arrive in and there's passport control. There's they're, they're literally fields with a prefab or a shed or somebody's house right beside it. And that's where we we ended up landing. And so we're just in the middle of nowhere. No phone signal, no nothing. We were quite low on fuel at this stage. So the inReach came in very handy because it connects to the satellite network. So there's no point on the earth that can see the sky that isn't connected. And it it's it's a, a small, relatively inexpensive device. It's waterproof, has a fourteen What's it day battery again? life. You, a Garmin inReach. Garmin inReach. It looks like a funny joke phone, and 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 it, you can text from it. But the texts are about forty. There are forty cent. Remember the texts that we used to send that were limited to I think fifty characters or yeah. hundred something like that. That's Some why small amount of characters. We all used to use the number two and the yeah exactly four because we wanted to keep the number of characters exactly. And that's what low. this is. But it's a I think it's about fifty cent for every kind of really short text, and you can send it out, and you can send out an SOS signal, or you can send texts with your location. Um, and we were able to text. Uh, where we were headed to let them know that we were delayed. Because when you're flying, if you do lay in a flight plan and you say, I'm going to be there at four o'clock and you're not there at four o'clock, they do go out looking for you. Mm. So you need to be able to alert, uh, alert them. So things like that, not just for flying, but for people who are going out on adventure holidays. A friend of mine last year went out to, oh, I can't remember the country, it was somewhere in North Africa for a cycling holiday. They were really, really remote. I mean, I think he spent two weeks and less than 20% of the time was he able to pick up any kind of cell service. And he was with a small group of people, but he could have easily ended up on his own. There's a lot of people. Was he in the Atlas Mountains in Morocco? I think that's where he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, an amazing time. But I mean, again, I lent him my inReach for the period that he was there. Just having that ability to contact someone even in a non-emergency where you just need to say, yeah, I'm a bit delayed. But there's no phone service. We're so used to being connected all the time that when we're not, it's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. You know, just listening to you for the last five minutes, it puts our earlier recommendations of downloading a VPN so you can watch your Netflix <laughs> into some <laughs> no, context. No, that is equally important. Yeah. They're, they're all on the same level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the world of the cosseted soft uh, softies like myself, who do who you know travel on commercial airlines, noise cancelling headphones, yeah, are always a good idea. Big time, yeah, yeah. So I find except the, they're big, they're big. Typically, that annoys me. Yeah, you don't like that. Oh, look. I try, look, I've got a lot of stuff so you in my backpack. For the handbag to the big, I don't. Headphones. Also, that I carry that. It's a small backpack. For four, if I'm going away for three weeks, that's all I take. I do not like to take baggage on a plane. I like to travel light. And they do take up space. So they the, do. So the noise-canceling headphones. That's half your luggage. <laughs> the ones that really work, they do have to be the over-ear yeah. headphones and a couple of brands that make Although, what do you think ones. of the Pros, the, Airpo- the AirPod Pros? I think they're about 45% as effective as the overhead yeah, headphones. So there's yeah, yeah. Uh, AirPod Pros. Huawei has a new pair, the Freebuds uh, Pro 2. They're pretty good as well. But they just can't compete with Because the, they're not the physically of- closed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The likes right. of the yeah, Sony's, uh, Sennheisers, uh, Philips, a few uh, JBLs, a, a few others. They cost around. They cost. You can get a decent pair from 120 euro. Sony has a pair, the 710N, 
there's that one, I have tried. There's smaller brands. There's a brand called Fresh and Rebel. They do one called The Code. They're about 80 quid or so. Yep. 80 and quid will get you a, they a usable are pair. really, really. Mm -hmm. They're more than usable. Yeah. There's an Irish the brand called One Sonic. Oh, yeah, which that's right. Which does... Uh, Totally usable overhead headphones, uh, noise cancelling headphones. And I think they're 79 euros. Well. I haven't tried those, but I I've tried them. they're on the same I've level, tried them yeah. and they're absolutely fine. Okay. They're, they're, yeah. you, I've heard they're really value. thrown shapes. Decent value. Yeah, they've yeah. got a few good products, some good speakers um, as well. Um, let's see, what else have we got here? You have a couple of mad ones. Smart mad. audio sunglasses. I wouldn't have said they were mad. Mad. But, well, I suppose I have a couple of pairs of of these. For, I I have uh, Facebook's um, Ray Ban stories, do the you? smart glasses. I, I do. wasn't able. They didn't want. I they, I asked around. I couldn't get my my hands on a pair. I've are got they, a spare pair if you want one. Really? I yeah. So yeah. they've got cameras in each lens, yeah. and you uh, can record uh, video clips or take photos. Can and you live stream? No, no okay. you cannot okay. live stream. So that is a limit to them. Is that a legal limit, do you think, or a technological limit? No, they just limitation. haven't. They, maybe the next generation they might. But the, the, the actual best thing about them is the speakers in the sides that yeah. uh, go over your ears. They actually are proper earphones in that insofar as you can listen to podcasts or music they, or whatever as you're fine. walking down the street. But they're, they cost 200 odd euro. Well, if you look at the sunglasses alone without the cameras mm. from you know, Bose yep. to them, they're three or four hundred that's, euro. That's right. So from the point of view of them being a pair, a pair of Ray-Ban uh, glasses, yeah. they're actually decent value. And also they do look quite good. Now, I have no brief for Facebook in selling these. I, I did an item on uh, Claire Burns RTE show showing how borderline creepy they are. Yeah. But. They are even I, value. and I'm very public, I have no problem. I'll open everything to everybody, but I, even I feel it's a bit weird. Well, the problem with them is that uh, they, there's no flashing red light yeah. when you're recording, yeah, so yeah. you wouldn't uh, know that, uh, uh, that. Well, also, I don't see the, the, the utility. I mean, I think it's not that hard to pull out your phone and take a, take a photo. Well, except that if you saw pictures of Bill Murray, for example, playing golf this week in Limerick, and you saw people around him as he was taking his shot or Tiger Woods, Nobody was looking at Bill Murray. They were all looking at their phones as the phone was pointed to Bill Murray. So yeah, yeah. there are literally thousands of people, maybe hundreds this week, who won't remember actually seeing Bill Murray taking a golf swing. Same all they'll have is some crap phone video footage. Look at that cliche picture of the audience from behind of most concerts. Yep. You just Google image yep. it and it comes up and it's just a sea. It used to be a sea of lighters years ago. Now it's a sea of phones and you're right they're not experiencing the actual event they're just seeing it through their phone yeah. I've done it I mean I'm, I've I'm done guilty. it as well I've done it as well but I'm trying to be more in the moment yeah, uh, these days let's go back to our list speaking of in the moment um, Chromecast or Amazon Fire Stick 4K to me is a good idea if you want if you have say an Airbnb rental or a hotel and you know there's going to be a telly there and you know it's not going to be a smart TV but you think it's going to have a HDMI port Bring your Amazon Fire Stick or your Chromecast, and assuming you have Wi-Fi in the room, presto, you're it's into your streaming services, right? That. And that, that's really cheap. They're 40 quid to 60 quid. I don't know if you've been using Airbnb lately, but uh, everyone I've used, they've they've got the best of little treats in these places. A lot of the real, the, particularly the super hosts, they've figured out so many cool things to do. Like I arrived in one a few weeks ago and there was a little bottle of champagne and there was the little toothbrush and toothpaste because I'd forgotten the toothpaste. And and the TV was smart, was had Netflix Virgin ready mm. to 
ready to sign into. Um, and of course, I could connect to it wirelessly from the phone. And that was like a, a reasonably low budget Airbnb. Yeah, well, they're competitive, right? Because yeah, they're exactly. looking for those recommendations. Yeah, yeah, for um, the we good did feedback. A, another podcast a couple of weeks ago on whether Airbnb is having a positive or a negative effect on the housing situation, but that's a completely different mm. uh, topic. Another one I like are the portable outdoor wireless speakers from the point of view that if you are taking an Airbnb somewhere like the Canaries, if it has a pool, um, it's a very nice uh, way of creating a little atmosphere. They can also connect wirelessly to your laptop or to a, an iPad. So if you're watching uh, a sporting uh, fixture, for example, and the speakers in the laptop are crap, they you always can are. stream it through the Think the about Bluetooth it, they've got, device. gotten worse in the last few years. Yeah. Remember the old Toshiba laptops or Acer's? They'd have a huge yeah. cavernous speakers on yeah, them. Yeah, but you needed a cavernous yeah. backpack just for the charge. That's the thing. It. And then you needed a big laptop. Yeah. Too, so. A couple I like, JBL's Charge 5 is 150 quid. Huawei has recently launched one called the Sound Joy, 150 quid. The small ones, though, are really good as well. Sony has a really small one called the XB13. It's a little cute. Is it a cube? Little cube thing, 49 euro, and you can pair two of them together. Nice. So that's a, a, a nice option as well. You had a recommendation as well, I think, for a travel charger battery pack. Yeah, this is really cool. And, and they called they've K6. Actually, they don't, K6. But what it is, is I don't know if, if, if this is going to translate. I, I would have liked to have shown you. How it works. There Once it is. Again, there. It looks Colin like a Mac, confusing a Mac charger. Our podcast for video but you can explain podcast. it. You're yeah. better at words than I am. It looks like a Mac charger, doesn't it? Yes, it does pa look, look like a Mac Paint a picture charger. with your words, Adrian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's and it's nice because it, you know it's very familiar looking. It comes with the different plug tops, so you can plug it in in any country, but it's in itself a power bank. Oh, yeah. Now, the nice thing there is what often happens with two power USB banks is you Excuse forget. me to interrupt. Two USB-A yeah. ports, one USB-C port. It yeah. looks like it might Little be a screen on it. USB-C yeah. port. Yeah. So There's a readout that gives you the percentage power in it as well. Yeah, and that nice. means it'll charge your laptop as well, yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't. That's oh, so important. it's not yeah, a PD it charger. It's, it's a, it's a USB-C charger, but USB-C low level, so Ooh. about 20 watt. So it's not going to do that. I don't know if I can recommend that, Colin. Uh, well, sorry. Well, that's okay because they don't make them anymore. They're hoping to bring them back later in the summer. But um, the what I find handy about it is I often have a power pack yep. and I, I always have a charger with me. It combines the two. And because it's your charger, it's always ready to go. And the problem with power packs is often that people forget to take those few hours mm. to charge them up before they do go. But if it's built into your charger, you don't have a choice. That's a, So it's very, very usable. Yep. Very good point. Yeah. Um, if you just want a power bank, though, they're quite cheap these days. A 10,000 yeah. milliamp uh, charger, which will recharge your modern big screen smartphone twice over, generally costs... 39, 49 General euro. rule with those, by the way, is just it's all about weight and there's no magic sauce. If it's heavier, it's better. If it's lighter, it's weaker. Yeah. You measure it in milliamp hours, but just like um, they would measure pixels back in the day, there's different ways of measuring that. And there's, they don't have to be honestly truthful in a lot of these cases with smaller brands. Um, but the, the heavier you get, the better it's going to be. There's now 20,000 milliamp hour ones, which are reasonably carryable. And if you think a, a phone battery has maybe between three and four thousand milliamp hours in it, you're going to charge that multiple times. 
The last one, and this was suggested by our producer, is the luggage weighing scales. I hesitated mm, uh, so I. To, to include this because it's pretty low. Pedantic. It's a, it's a you can get bit. them in Decathlon. I looked them up. They're 11 quid. It's a little digital gadget and you clip it onto your, your luggage and that can actually help you avoid a hefty surcharge. Just don't pack loads of stuff. That's true. I'm with you there. Just don't. I'm with no you need. there. Like what's the worst case scenario? You yep. don't have your Wellington boots with you. You have I'm to with buy you there. Now, unless you're going somewhere where you're millions of miles away from a cheap store. But like most places, like when people go, oh, I forgot my toothbrush. What am I going to do? Buy a toothbrush. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. It's generally that they, they, they just pack three pairs of shoes instead. Colin yeah. Baker, gadget expert and managing director of Back From the Future. Thank you very much for joining us on The Big Tech Show this week. And for me, Adrian Mack, for the tech editor of the Irish and Sunny Independent. It's all for me too. So I'll talk to you same time next week. Bye-bye. 